Yeah, we are ready for some football. Friday night lights. We're in Roseville, Minnesota, as the Beacons of Concordia Academy get ready to host the Faribault Falcons. Falcons coming off a loss. Beacons coming off a win. Both teams are 1-1 one and one on this very young season. We're looking forward to seeing what happens here tonight. Boy, this field at Concordia Academy is used, I think, for everything. They use it for soccer as well as for football, so it's pretty chewed up. I mean, from side to side as well as nothing like, it's not like it's muddy down the middle because, well, they don't have any more rain up here than we have down in Faribault, I don't think, but it is chewed up a little bit, and we'll see what happens here tonight as the Falcons get ready to take on the Beacons of Concordia Academy, who lost I believe it was 40-3. to three. I wrote down these notes, and then, of course, I don't bring the notes with me when I come to the game. Dassel Cocato was their team they lost to, and then they defeated Brooklyn Center, I think, if I remember right, in their last game. Was it 30-23? to 23? Was that here? Oh, okay. That was on the road. So the Faribault Falcons, second straight week on the road, Come up, it's about an hour, a little over an hour from Faribault here to Roseville. It's hard to gauge because we had metro traffic, right? It was stop and go for much of the way up here, which is one of the reasons why I don't live up here. (laughs) I live one mile from work. I can walk to work. I can bike to work. I suppose you could do that here, too, but you take your life in your own hands doing it, if you know what I mean. But very nice campus, very nice. I love it. The mature trees on the campus here that hide the housing that's around it. I was just telling somebody I'd love to be in one of those townhouses. I could watch a high school football game on Friday nights or track meet or whatever. That should be the place I retire. So, officials are ready. I don't know if I'm ready. The players are getting ready. Concordia Academy, I think, went down to their locker room. The Faribault Falcons are standing on the sideline across the way, getting ready to tangle with the beacons of Concordia Academy here in Roseville. Roster not real big. I counted on the roster that's handed out 30 players and on the roster from the high school league that I printed off there were 28 players listed for Concordia Academy which is a 3A school. 3A school. The uh, Faribault Falcons of course are a 4A school. Our broadcast tonight is service garlic's water conditioning federated mutual insurance out of Owatonna by Tom's Lock and Key. By First United Bank Faribault, Malika's Auto Body brings you our crunch time Faribault player or players of the game, Faribault Transportation, Amesbury Truth, Faribault Air Conditioning, Fairway Meat Groceries. Also bringing you our broadcast tonight is Metcon Companies. And we are looking forward to, as I said, a good broadcast. Take a look at what the... Let's take a look at the, oh boy, that's not good. Take a look at the game time temperature here. If I can ever get my weather to show up here, I'll give you the game time temperature. It's 69 and sunny here in Roseville right now. Let's see, we got winds. We had some gusty winds when I first got here. In fact, I was going to go get my clipboard. It was so windy. But the winds have died down a tad here, and now a stupid commercial comes up on my phone. 
on my weather app. And so let's see here. The winds are out of the south-southwest at 8 miles an hour. Sun will set at 723 tonight. Yeah, here in Roseville, Minnesota right now, winds out of the south-southwest at 8. 71% is a relative humidity. The dew point is 60 degrees. It says the UV index is zero and as sunny as can be. So how that's possible, I don't know. But one of these smart gentlemen from Concordia Academy probably do know why we would have zero UV with sunshine here at 6.50 at night. I suppose because we're so close to sunset, right? Sunset again at 7.23 tonight. So we'll be back. I did not get the starting lineups here. We're going to eavesdrop on the public address announcer when he gives them. Hopefully he doesn't mind them by doing that. When we continue our broadcast here on Power 96, again, Faribault Falcons, a team I don't think we've ever played, the beacons of... There is nothing on the market like Connecticut water conditioners and no better place to go for them than Garlic's Water Conditioning in Faribault. Connecticut water softeners, filters, and drinking water systems are brilliantly engineered to be the most economical, efficient, and effective at improving the quality of your water, capable of removing just about everything from water that isn't water. Garlic's water conditioning professionals know the water challenges in the area so they can fashion a treatment that works for you. Sign up for a free water analysis at garlicswater.com. Since the turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Owatonna home. We work hand-in-hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Owatonna's rich history and all that Owatonna has to offer. How important is security to you and your family? Tom's Lock and Key gives you that peace of mind. Security. With combination changes, car openings, auto lock service, rekeying, safe repair, to new installation. Security has never been more important, whether it's a business or home. Tom's Lock and Key reminds you if you haven't updated your business locks in the past five years, you should to ensure your keyholder list is up to date. Tom's Lock and Key, 1220A Northwest 4th Street, two blocks east of Arby's in Fairbow, 332-2777. Good luck, Falcons. I had a brief conversation with one of the defensive coaches for the Fairbow Falcons here, asking him Tom's Lock and Key keys to the game defensively. He said... Uh, Watching them on film, they run a single wing formation the old-fashioned way back in the late 40s, early 50s, right, when you direct snap to either the running back or the quarterback and you don't know who's got the ball. (laughs) So we got a real big-time throwback game here as the Faribault Falcons run the the power T formation, which isn't so much of a throwback because a lot of teams are using it now. But this uh, single wing with a direct snap to one of the backs or the quarterback is a throwback, and that's what we're going to see here today from the two offenses that tangle at Concordia Academy in Roseville as they're getting ready to play the national anthem. Here, everybody's rising. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to today's football game. On the one side, we have the Fairville High School Falcons and your Concordia Academy Beacons. Tonight's officials are umpire Max Court, line judge Mike Sobold, headlines Pete 
study. The back judge is Kevin Hillman, and the referee is Joe Chambers. On behalf of students, faculty, and staff, we want to thank you for attending tonight's first elastic contest. Concordia County and Faribault High School are playing this game through an agreement with the Minnesota High School State League. We ask everyone present to demonstrate an attitude of good sportsmanship throughout tonight's contest. Your cooperation is appreciated and expected. At this time, we ask you please rise and remove your hats for our national anthem performed tonight by Noah Johnson, Jack Thompson, and Pascal Carr. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave for the land of the free and the home of the That was awesome. Also, let me remind you that we've got a fabulous piece of this Friday football edition at the concession stand as well. So if you decide you want to get hungry or thirsty, which is probably in the next five minutes, those were three young men from Concordia Academy who sang the National Anthem, did an outstanding job, don't you think? That was awesome. As the Falcons and the Beacons are getting ready to do battle. Beacons are coached by Bob Wolf. He's assisted by Chad Michaels, John Moore, and Bob Quast, Alex Riedel, Joe Robinson, and Biza Tensale. Hope I said that right. <laughs> the managers are Gretchen Colmetz, Grace Brown, Michael Jacobson, Alex Heine, and Jonathan Woltman is the film guy. As the Faribault Falcons are going to be receiving to start this game going left to right on your radio dial. Of course, they're coached by Glenn Hansen in his first season. Mike Richards, Tim Ehlers, Harold Nielsen, Cliff Castile, and Kevin Palacios are assistants for the varsity. As bringing the tee out is Joshua Real. He's a it says here he's 6'10". 6'10". I can tell you he's not 6'10". He's 155-pound senior, probably 5'10". A little typo there on the program. As we get ready to get this underway, back deep for the Faribault Falcons on the near side is 
Sí. On the near side is uh, Joey Steinberg. And it's going to be a short kick, and they're going to get great field position here. Faribault's going to start at about the 45-yard line. It was a short kick. So a nice job there, Castile. Castile had it and took it out to about the 45, maybe the 46. And that's where they'll start first and 10 on their very first series of this game. And see if they can get this power tee to work like it did in the second half against St. Anthony Village two weeks ago. They are going to mark it at the 46, I do believe. 46. First down, Falcons at the 46-yard line. At center for the Falcons is Eric Sanchez, the six-foot, 240-pound senior. Snaps it. J.J. Schrode is back from his concussion. First handoff, nothing doing. Maybe two yards lost on the play. They tried to hand it off and get some yardage and uh, they just weren't going to get any yardage. Number four, J.T. Hausen, the ball J.T. Hausen's also back from injury. Ball's at the 44-yard line at second and about 12. Again, the power T formation left to right. Everybody's in tight at this power T, and that brings all the defenders in tight, too. He fumbled the snap. Boy, the Falcons have had trouble with that every week, and I think Concordia Academy might have it. We'll see. They haven't unpiled and pointed yet the officials. The Concordia Academy guys are pointing the other way, but not the officials yet, and they say no. It's third down, so Faribault did recover it even though a Concordia Academy guy came out of there with the ball. Jeremiah Johnson, a 190-pound junior, came out of there with it. Ball's at the 44, and it's third down and 11. Third and 11. Dribble a great starting position at the 46, and they've lost, well, they lost two yards. They've gained one, and here we go. As I said, everybody in tight in this particular formation as he's going to run to his right at Schrode. He's got a seam. He's going to go to the 50. He tried to... No, he ran out of bounds. Schrode didn't want to, but he ran out of bounds at the 49-yard line of Concordia Academy, and that'll make it fourth down and about five. Now, in this offense, you go for it quite often on fourth down, but it looks like they're bringing out the punting unit here. Going to try and pin him deep. So Schrote will go back and he'll punt the football. He's standing at about the 39-yard line. The long snapper for Faribault is Oliver, excuse me, is Jose Garcia. He's a 5'9", 175-pound sophomore. He's the long snapper. Back deep is one lone guy for Concordia Academy. Here's the punt. It's a high, beautiful punt. He'll catch it at the 10. He's at the 15. He breaks a tackle, but... Faribault does wrap him up. Tackling was horrible last week against Northfield. So it was good to see some good tackling there. Getting credit for the stop, I think, for Faribault is going to be Jaden Hart, the 5'10", 165-pound junior. So from the 15, it'll be first and 10 for the Beacons. Faribault electing to punt there to try and force them deep and hope to get a three and out as... Gordy Gosfeld here at the Power 96 Sports Microphone from Concordia Academy in Roseville, Minnesota on an absolutely beautiful night for football. 
Told you our game time temperature is 67. Sun is setting. As the Beacons run right from the sideline onto the field. And again, they do that uh, single wing direct snap offense. The center snaps it. And not much there. He'll dive forward maybe for a yard. Getting up off the bottom of the pile. Castile with a stop for the Faribault Falcons. Cooper Lightman was there too. A six foot, 170 pound senior, Lightman. So the ball at the 16. It'll be second down and nine. Carrying the ball that time was Kellen Quast. He's a 5'10", 180 pound senior. Receiver split wide to the right. That at least splits your defense out a little bit, right? That's Judah Neal, a senior. He's going to run and not much there. Again, it's stuffed by the Faribault Falcons. Steinberg was there. Joey, the 5'9", 170-pound senior. No gain on the play. It'll be third down and nine. Going to the sideline to get the play was quashed so here we go third and nine right to left in your radio dial if they can three and out of here falcons would get very good field position split backs they're going to try off the right side this time they didn't get it twice to the left they're not going to get the first down they're going to have to punt you're not going to go for it on fourth down here they get out maybe to the 20 but still got about four yards to go so the punt unit comes out and both teams have traded punches Neither team has a first down yet. Well, I know the coaches, the defensive coaches I talked to on our Tom's Lock and Key, keys to the game. And, of course, your key is to have Tom's Lock and Key do work for you. And, uh, boy, they're not anticipating much of a punt here. Getting ready to return for the Faribault Falcons. This punt is Isaac Yetzer standing at the 43 of Concordia Academy. Young man's going to punt from just inside the 10. The snap is a good one, and the officials blow whistles, and a timeout is taken by the Beacons. Eight minutes, 27 seconds to go first quarter. No score. You're listening to Falcon Football. First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna presents the story of Bill and Penny. Penny coined many phrases and has always flipped when it comes to making a decision. Bill prefers his thoughts on paper. Penny saved herself from embarrassing situations in the past, earning accolades from a quarter of her friends. Bill is more current, see, he lives in the present. But one thing Penny and Bill can both agree on, First United Bank understands their value. It just makes sense to trust First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Now the Faribault Falcons and the Concordia Academy Beacons, no score yet. Each team has had the ball once and done nothing. 8.27 to go in this first quarter as we're going to see a punt. Good snap. The kick is a pretty good one. It's taken at about the 48. He goes to the 45. He's at the 40, and he'll be brought down there at the 40-yard line. On the return that time for the Faribault Falcons was Nolan Vogelsberg, the 5'10", 156-pound junior. And so the Faribault Falcons will start from the 40-yard line, it appears. The 40 of Concordia Academy. Boy, you have to take advantage of this kind of field position, don't you? So Sanchez gets out over that football. 
Schrote will hand it off. They try a quick hitter up the middle. And man, man, he got a couple yards on the play. Hand off of the quick hitter. Went to Joey Steinberg, the 170-pound senior. Picks up maybe two yards. of his second down at eight. And you should have seen the number of Concordia Academy guys that went with Schrote when he pretended he had the football on his hip and went out wide left. That did open things up a little bit, just a little bit. So second and eight, again, the power T formation. Triple back side by side by side behind Schrode under center. He fakes the handoff this time. He's going to keep it, and he's not going to get much at all. He may have gotten back to the original line of scrimmage. If that, that'll make it third down and eight. You want to get going fast, right? The key. The key to this offense is to not have to think, and the problem right now is it's not natural for them, right? There's a brand-new offense that they're learning here, and it's going to take a little time. I remember talking to the head coach at Cannon Falls. They've been to state tournaments many times the last few years with this offense. The first year, he said we were horrible, and it took us a while to learn it. And Schrote under center, and jumping offside is Concordia Academy, I do believe. We'll see. They're pointing at Faribault that he did jump into the neutral zone. Did he get drawn off is the question. I don't think so. Looks like they're going to march it against Concordia Academy. And a third down and eight will turn into a third and three. Well, now the official's scratching his head instead of moving the football. There's no conversation here. Did you hear him? Well, that's what I thought, but... Ball's going to go down to the 34-yard line. So from the 34 of Concordia Academy, you're in two-down territory here if you don't make this. It's third and four from the 34. Schrote under center. Again, triple backs side by side by side behind him. He'll hand it off, and again, nothing there. Missed the initial block. Yetzer got the ball. He didn't get anything, so it's actually a loss of a yard. It'll be fourth down and five, and oh, my word. Fourth down and five at the 35 of Concordia Academy, and they show punt. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked at that. Let's see if they actually punt it. Schrote is a speedster. He can fly, the punter. Really good athlete. Wonder if he's got the option to take it if he sees an opening. There's the snap. He's going to kick it. And it's going to go into the end zone. And they didn't gain much at all on that. They were at the 35. The touchback will come back. They'll start at the 20. So, Variable does not get a first down on their second series. Halftime, we'll have a garlic's water conditioning halftime report. You're looking to fix some problem water. There's no better place to go than garlic's water conditioning in Faribault. Really good people to work with. Very knowledgeable about their products. As Concordia Academy beacons switch all over the place, try and get the defense off guard here. There's a handoff, another handoff, and he's drilled behind the line. Outstanding tackle. Wow. 
Great job that time by the Falcons. Joey Steinberg, the 170-pound senior, snuffed that baby out and put his helmet right in his belly button. Be second down and 11. They tried a little trickery there with a double handoff. It did not fool the Falcons. want to thank the folks here at Concordia Academy for the hospitality. He gave us a nice spot here in the press box. Split backs. There's the handoff, and he's not going to get much either. Maybe to the 21. Shoop is over there on the bottom of the pile for the Faribault Falcons. Is Cooper Lightnum. As they get back to the huddle, bringing in the play here for Concordia Academy is going to be Judah Zinter. He's a junior. 5'10", 150. They're going to put one receiver out wide left. Full house backfield. Snap goes to one guy. He throws it up in the air and throws it out of bounds. And that might have been the ugliest pass I've seen in a very long time. I mean, it just was. It looked like, well, it looked like a wounded duck. So, Faribault looks to receive this punt. Nolan Vogelsberg stands at his 50. Punting the football is a number that's not on that roster and not on that roster. The uh, punt's going to be taken on the fly. He's at the 50, the 45. He tippy-toes down the sideline. It's thrown out of bounds on the Concordia sideline. Knocks over a young player over there who smartly helps him up. They both have the same number, 21. And then they... So from the 41-yard line, Faribault again with excellent field position. And one of these times, you really have to take advantage of this. They have had great field position on every possession, have no first downs. So here they go. Power T. Handoff up the middle. And trying to bully his way upfield. He'll get a couple of yards on the play. That's about it. Will be Joey Steinberg. A host of those guys up front meet him there. Looks like Jeremiah Johnson, a 190-pound junior, is one of the guys up front. Also, it's Noah Quiggle, a 6'2", 200-pound junior. At the nose, it appears, is Joshua Tram. He's a 6'1", 230-pound junior. Schroeder under center, takes the snap from Sanchez, handoff up the middle. He breaks a tackle, but not that one. He might have got two yards. It'll be third down. And again, Faribault had great field position. They hand it off to Steinberg again. He takes it down to the 38. And I'm not going to say it's two-down territory anymore because, well, I thought it was two-down territory last time, and they punted. It'll be third down and seven. The ball at the 38. Again, the key in this offense, it has to be quick. The handoffs have to be quick. The blocks have to be quick. 
as he drops back to pass. He's looking. He's looking. He's in trouble. He breaks away from the pocket. He's going off to his left. He's going to keep going. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. Throat goes down the far sideline and out of bounds. And I don't see any flags on the play, which is abnormal because he went from one side of the field all the way to the other side of the field, and usually that gets you a flag, but the Falcons just let him go. That was smart. And J.J. Schrode gets them a first down at the 20-yard line of Concordia Academy, and he showed off his terrific athleticism and speed on that play. He's put on about 10 pounds of muscle, I've been told, from last season. As Sanchez comes out to the football, Schrode is behind him at the 20-yard line. Handoff goes up the middle. He broke one tackle, and he'll be brought down after a couple-yard pickup, and that's going to be it for Jaden Hart, the 5'10", 165-pound junior. Had a lot of tackles the last two weeks on defense, getting some time here on offense, and maybe a gain of one. They're saying it's second and 10, but I thought they were at the 20 before. Anyway, Schroeder under center with the triple backs behind him. He fumbled. He picks it up. He rolls to his right. He throws to his right. He's got a man wide open. Touchdown! Faribault. We got a flag on the play, however. A flag on the play. We'll see what the flag is. Roughing the passer is the flag. They won't take that. Touchdown. So a 19-yard touchdown pass. Schrote hits Nolan Vogelsberg for the touchdown for a 19-yarder. It comes with 159 to go in the first quarter, and the Falcons strike Peter first. And they'll come out here and... Kick the extra point. So J.J. Schroth throws the touchdown pass with a minute 59 to go in the first quarter. Schroth under center. Will they push him from behind here? He's going to hand it off, and they... Try to back in, and I don't think they got in. Nope. They handed it off up the middle. They were not able to get in. The extra point run is no good. But Schrote ran a long run and throws the touchdown pass. And the Falcons are up 6-0 with a minute 54 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to Faribault Falcon Football. Monica's Auto Body in Faribault is proud to serve the Faribault area. Monica's Auto Body is a full-service auto body repair shop. For over two decades, they've repaired and improved car bodies in the Faribault area. Monica's can handle anything from a simple dent repair to full frame straightening. Monica's certified technician, state-of-the-art equipment, and relentless commitment to serving their customers will get you back on the road safely and efficiently. Free estimates and loaner vehicles, Monica'sAutoBody.com. Monica's Autobody, where experience matters. It certainly does. Halftime Garlic's Water will bring you a halftime report. We'll have all the statistics. Big thank you to Tom's Lock and Key. Again, I was saying earlier, I talked to the defensive coaches, and they said this offense is challenging. you got to be disciplined. you got to know who's got the football. But 
They did not think it would be a, a major deal. They didn't see on film them throw a whole lot. Doesn't mean they can't. Doesn't mean they won't. Just telling you what the Tom's Lock and Key Keys the game are. As Schroet's going to kick off here too, it appears. He does everything for this team. And of course, he was concussed in the first week, so they've missed him. And he was concussed in the first half. On a defensive play. As he will kick it off. It's going to be a line drive. It'll bounce in and out of the end zone. I don't think that's what they wanted. So the Beacons will start again at the 20-yard line. Falcons finally took advantage of some good field position. They started this game on the 46, then the 40 of Concordia Academy, and then the 41 in their last touchdown drive, which, of course, covered 41 yards. A 22-yard pickup on the run by Schrote, and then the 21-yard touchdown pass that he threw. So right to left in your radio dial come the beacons of Concordia Academy. In that wing T offense with a center direct snaps to one of three guys. And he'll go right up the middle for nothing. Well, maybe a yard. On the stop is Isaac Yetzer. Yetzer is a 5'8", 155-pound senior. It'll be second down and nine, we'll say. Second and nine from the 21-yard line. No first downs yet for Concordia Academy. And again, everybody lines in tight in this formation, too. As a quarterback, or whatever you want to call him, kept the ball, and he doesn't get much at all. Flying through to make the stop for the Falcons that time was Ben Stessel. The six foot, 175 pound senior. So Stessel gets the stop. It's a loss, and it's third and 10. And after watching that last pass, I don't know that that guy is necessarily the quarterback, if you know what I mean. I mean, it was. He didn't grip the ball like a quarterback would. We'll see what happens. Snap is going to be up the middle. He's got pretty good yardage, but not uh, enough to get near the first down to take it out to the 25. So pick up a five on the play, and they're going to have to punt. Going in to punt again is number 10, who's not on the list here. Might be Ryan Koronek. He's rested as a freshman. So it looks like this might be Ryan Koronek. He's listed on the JV. He's not listed on the varsity, and he does look like a little guy, so... I'm going to go with that. Back deep for Faribault. Yetzer stands at the 50. So Faribault should get unless he booms one here. Good field position again. And the first quarter is going to end with the score. Faribault Falcons 6. Concordia Academy beacons nothing. You're listening to Faribault Falcon football on your radio home for Falcon football. Power 96. KQCL-FM. Faribault, Minnesota, 96.9 in your FM dial. The best way to listen, ladies and gentlemen, is with the free, you can download it, the absolutely free 
Power 96 app. Just download it. Do you have kids or grandkids in Fairboat Sports? You could drive the bus and not miss an event. Fairboat Transportation, Minnesota's coaches, invite you to join their team with flexible full and part-time positions as route, athletic event, field trip, and or motor coach drivers. Paid CDL training offered on-site and wages starting at $21 an hour. Call 507-334-5121 or stop into Fairboat Transportation to apply. Fairboat Transportation is proud to safely transport our Fairbow students and athletes. And they do a great job. They came up here. I was talking to uh, one of the gentlemen, one of the coaches riding the bus. He said, man, it was stop and go virtually all the way. <laughs> they said, well, I had to deal with some traffic myself. So it's fourth down and five from the 25. They'll be punting here. He backs up to the 45. Now he's sneaking up, thinking there might be a fake, and I think we're going to have a delay of game. No, it's offside against Concordia Academy. So fourth and five turns into fourth and ten. And he'll just back him up more. And it's not like you want to get more room to hit a coffin corner. He, he gets backed up to the... 10-yard line. So Yetzer appears that he wants to run up on the ball, and I always would rather prefer that myself. As he stands at the 45-yard line, here comes the kick, and they might have gotten a fingernail on it. It's going to be a high one. He drops it, kicks it, and it goes right into the hands of the beacon. Yetzer had it hit him on the hands. After it went through his hands, it hit his foot, and he kicked it right to a Concordia Academy player. I didn't know we were playing soccer here tonight. From the 49-yard line, it'll be first and 10 beacons on the fumble. Oh, boy. From the 49-yard line of the Beacons. So not quite in Faribault territory they are. Here comes the snap. He's going to drop back, look to throw to his right. Much better looking ball, but it comes up well short. In coverage that time for Faribault is Preston Berger, the 185-pound senior who stride for stride with the receiver. They tried to hit him on a crossing route. Incomplete, it'll be second and 10 for the 49. Second and 10 from the 49-yard line of Concordia Academy. The Beacons are in green with white numerals. It says CA on the side of their helmets. Their green helmets, white CA. Falcons in there, green and white. Handoff not made. He takes it up the middle. It, it's direct snap there. He picks up about three yards on the play. It's carrying the ball that time for Concordia Academy was Samuel Haug. He's a 205-pound senior. And so it'll be second or third down, excuse me, in seven. Third and seven from the 48 of Faribault. From the 48 of Faribault. The snap again, a direct snap up the middle, coming around from behind and making the tackle, trying to strip the ball at the same time for Faribault was Ben Stessel again. So he's going to take it down to about the 46 and make it fourth down and about five from the 46. And it appears to me that they're going to, well, they're going to punt again, I guess. This would be a perfect spot for a fake, though, ladies and gentlemen. The 46 of Faribault don't have a whole heck of a lot to lose. 
Only down 6 nothing. Guess I'm a little more of a gambler than most coaches. How often can you pull off a fake punt is the question. Back deep for Faribault is Vogelsberg. He's standing at the 15. The punter, low snap. He'll get it off. It's straight up in the air, and it's going to bounce at the 32 and go out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. That's where they're going to mark it, at the 30-yard line, and that's where Faribault will start their worst starting field position of this game. They've started the 46, the 40 of Concordia Academy, the 41 of the Beacons, and now their own 30-yard line will be the ball placed at the near side hash mark. Woody Cosfeld here at the Power 96 Sports Microphone. Tomorrow we have Carlton Night Football right here on Power 96. A late kickoff will get underway at 140. 140 from Big Cat Stadium on the University of Minnesota Morris campus. That's a bit of a haul. We'll have that game for you right here on Power 96. And handoff is going to be bounced outside by Deshaun Davis. He gets upended. I mean, literally picked up and brought down like a wrestling move by Mr. Quast. Quast just it looked like a wrestling move. So no gain. It'll be second and ten. Deshaun Davis trying to bounce it outside. There was no bouncing. As Schrote ran to the sideline to get the play, he's now back in the huddle. Schrote's legs had the biggest play of this game so far. 22-yard run followed by a 21-yard touchdown pass. He rolls to his right. He's in trouble. He breaks the tackle. He's out in the open. He's going to run by another guy and then go out of bounds at about the 36-yard line. Boy, he is exciting when he gets out in the open. Schroeder takes it to the 36-yard line. It'll be third down and four. So third and four. That was a smart play there by the Beacon player. I, (laughs) I get upset all the time when I see guys running on the sideline and they don't push them out of bounds. I mean, the sidelines, your friend, push him out of bounds. And that's what they did. Fake handoff. Schroet's going to look to throw. He backs up. He throws out in the flat, and he overshoots Deshaun Davis on a crossing pattern. It'll be fourth down and four, and you're not going to go for it here, back deep in your own territory. So they passed about as much as you pass in this offense. Usually it's about three times a game, and they've thrown three times already. Of course, that's been the most successful play other than that one wrong, wrong run. Quast is back deep. Schrote is going to punt from about the 24 or 5-yard line. And there it goes. A high, beautiful punt. He ranges to his right. He'll catch it. That was a, that was a block in the back. That's coming back. No question about it. He, he blocked the guy that was about to tackle him in the back and... Concordia Academy is going to get a big penalty here. Flag's going to be at the 28, and it'll be marched up. The block in the back. It's going to be... Yeah, they were looking the wrong way there. <laughs> I was going to say the penalties against the other team, not the Falcons. 
They were going to mark it up to the 45. No, it's blocking the back by the other team. So they mark it down at the 19-yard line. And that's where the Beacons will start. First and 10, their, their second to worst starting field position. Their worst was their first series, 15. Beacons have not had much luck moving the ball at all. Well, neither of the Falcons, for that matter, other than the one drive. Like I said earlier, this is going to be a fast game. Neither team wings it 50 times or anything. So he's got the direct snap, jumps over a tackler, jumps over another. Oh, my, he, get, he took a whap at the end of that one. Wow. Getting hit was Curtis Purcell. He's a 5'10", 165-pound junior, and he got popped by Preston Berger, the 185-pound senior. And with 8.56 to go, there's an injured Concordia Academy player. This is not the guy who was running the football. Not the guy who was running the football. Eight minutes, 56 seconds till our Garlic's Water Conditioning Halftime Report here on Power 96. The score is 6-0. Fairable Falcons on top of Concordia Academy. Both teams are looking for their second. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Beautiful night for football. My, oh, my, the wind has died down. It was fairly windy when I got here. I'm, I'm not feeling much of a breeze now. Temperature reading is at 67 degrees, which is what it was at kickoff. The sun has set. And a nice scene here. I love the mature trees around the track. You uh, don't get the sense that the Metro is right here. I mean, we're in Roseville. I mean, about as Metro as you can get. Hand off up the middle again, and not much doing as almost looks like a scrum. Getting up off the bottom of the pile for the Faribault Falcons that time is Giovanni Pino, a 6'1", 235-pound sophomore. It'll be third down and about two. Looks like third and two from here. 8.25 to go. Here in the first half. Again, the snap goes to the back, and he's going to have the first down, I think. Looks to me like he got the first down. Carrying the ball that time for Concordia Academy was Timothy Ubers. Huber's a 5'8", 150-pound senior, gets the first down out to the 32-yard line. Halftime, we'll have a statistics, the official Faribault stats, thanks to Mr. Owens, who does that for me. Looks like one of the receivers is lined up offside. Handoff goes with it. Oh, my, there was supposed to be a trap, and nobody pulled, it appeared to me anyway, as he got to the hole. <laughs> Meeting him in the hole for the Faribault Falcons was Ben Stessel again. Stessel just drilled him. So it'll be second and 10 from the 32-yard line. 
6-0, Faribault leads it. Really, they should be up by more than that. Frankly, they had a couple other great field position opportunities. We weren't able to even get a first down. Now, starting in the other side of the field, you want to take advantage of that. Here comes a trap again, and they're going to get a couple yards, maybe. So it'll be third and long. Again, Pino gets up off the bottom of the pile, but J.T. Housen was there as well. J.T., of course, a very good wrestler. Faribault Falcons should have another great wrestling team this winter. Got Yetzer and Housen. Velan, the quarterback for B.A., is a wrestler. As uh, this time, they did a little trickery there, and I don't think it worked. They had a wingback do a pull in front of the back, but Faribault paid no attention to him. Carrying the ball that time was Samuel Haug, the 205-pound senior, and it's going to be fourth down and seven, and they'll be punting with the ball placed at the 36-yard line. Going back to receive this punt is going to be Vogelsberg again. He stands at his 36. The one boo-boo Faribault had here in the first half was a fumble punt where the ball went right through Yetzer's hands and he kicked it right to a Concordia Academy player. The snap is a good one this time. The kick is up. It's a fairly good kick. He goes to his left on the fly. He catches it. He sidesteps one tackler. He sidesteps another. They tried to strip him the ball. Good job holding on to that. At the 45-yard line is where Faribault will start again with great field position. And I don't know about you, but I'd be tempted to use Schroet's legs to get outside again. And do it quickly. This offense is supposed to move fast. When you delay your handoffs, it gives the defense more time to make the play, right? So we'll see what they do. Schroet looks to the sidelines. They didn't have enough guys in the huddle. They better hurry here as Deshaun Davis just now gets in there. You got to hurry, guys. Or you'll have a delay of game. Schroed under center. Takes the snap. He'll hand it off. Vogelsberg will get maybe a yard. And that's about it. That's all he's going to get. Vogelsberg, the 5'10", 156-pound junior, takes it out to the 46-yard line. And that's where it is. Second and nine for the 46. Up the middle, it has been tough sledding. Their most success has been Schroet outside. And then, of course, he threw the 19-yard touchdown pass to Vogelsberg. Again, the power T formation. Three back side by side by side behind Schroet. They're just about two yards behind him. He spins, hands it off, up the middle. He breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, dives forward to the first down, out to the 45-yard line of Concordia Academy. That was the best up-the-middle run the Faribault Falcons have had in this game. Looked like Jordan Reavers had the ball. He's a sophomore running back. He's 5'9", 175 pounds. And he is, and he did carry the ball. He's in the middle of those three guys behind Schroet. To his left is Yetzer. And to his right is J.T. Housen. J.T. Housen is to his right. So the ball at the 45-yard line. 
6-0 Falcons lead it. 5-0-5 to go with a, a stoppage here for... Well, I didn't see anybody take a timeout. Anyway, it's first and 10. After the run by the freshman, Reavers. Under center is Schrote. Schrote takes the snap. He'll hand it off. No, he'll take it himself. He's in trouble, and he'll be brought down at the 50. Loss of four on the play. They were ready for that. They had three guys out there to meet him. Three guys were out there to meet him. Well, you know, after that long run, Concordia Academy said, we're going to put a spy on this guy. I mean, that's what I would do. He's... <laughs> And when he took the ball himself and rolled right, there were three guys right there. So it's second down and 15, the ball at the 50-yard line. Ball at the 50. Faribault's up 6-0. They missed the two-point conversion. Fake handoff. Schroet's going to go back. He's going to wing it down the field. And, oh, it's not complete. Little too far for the intended target. Vogelsberg down at the 20-yard line. I've never understood that either, to be honest. You, you know, you got a you got a 15 yard pickup, and you go 30 yards down the field. You see it on every level of football, but I just shake my head sometimes. And it was pretty much a fly route, very hard to connect on those. So he'll take the snap, he'll hand it off, and he's going to bounce it up the middle. Man, he just had one. That could have been a late hit there. The young man who came out late slapped him while he was on the ground. It'll be fourth down. I don't know why they did call a late hit. That was unnecessary, big time. He was on the ground when he got hit. 49-yard line. Falcons will punt here. Standing at the 38 is Schrote with 3.36 to go in the first half. It's only 6-0 Faribault. They scored 20. Oh, my, it's over his head. Schrote has to roll to his right with the ball. He's going to run with it. He's going to run with it. He's going to run with it. He's going to get the first down down the sideline. He's going to go all the way for a touchdown. Schrote takes it. Goes to the house. He runs down the far sideline. And again, he's right by the sideline and nobody pushes him out of bounds. (laughs) He went right down the sideline. Tippy-toed the sideline. And a broken play, a snap over his head. He turns into a touchdown of about 60, 65 yards. My, oh, my. We'll get the official ruling at halftime from the statistician during our garlic's water conditioning halftime report. But it was about 60 or 65 yards to snap over his head. Went back and <laughs> retrieved it. Went around the right side and just went zipping down the right sideline. Flying down the sideline. He looked like a speeding train on the far side. As he went down all the way into the end zone for the touchdown. We got a Falcon who's down on the far sideline. And this does not look good. It does not look good at all. I'm not going to speculate who it is. 
I can't see his number. He's flat on his back. They're working on his neck, it appears, and that's not good. Three minutes and 15 seconds to go in this first half. It's 12-0 Faribault. They got the helmet off and, well, maybe the shoulders, right? They might be reaching in under the shoulder pads. Again, I am not going to speculate. Our score, 12-0. Faribault Falcons will be going for two, I'm sure, here. They, they've gone for two every time they've scored this season. Three minutes and 15 seconds to go. The Falcons up by a 12-0 score. You're listening to Faribault Falcon football. On we were cooking all of Dad's favorites for his 80th. <sighs> Things were not going smoothly. Something started burning in the oven. Then the air conditioner quit, and we were burning. I called in a Mana dealer. He installed a multi-speed, energy-efficient Amana brand air conditioner. So everything turned out cool. See FairbowAir.com for details. Three minutes, 15 seconds to go here in the first half. It's 12 nothing. 12 nothing, Faribault Falcons. It's, well, thank God Mr. Schroetz back because he threw a touchdown pass after a long run by him, and he just turned a snap over his head as the punter into a touchdown of about 60, 65 yards. <laughs> he can flat-out fly. He's a really good athlete. And it's one of the reasons why they wanted him at the quarterback position because... In this offense, you kind of drive the train. That's true in any offense, really. Right? Except maybe this wing tee that they're running is you never know who's going to get the ball when they snap it. So, again, our score is 12 nothing. They're still working on the young man. If you've got a neck injury or anything like that, you certainly don't want to uh, mess around. And again, I don't know if it's the neck or if it's the shoulders, but everybody is huddled around the young man and uh, on one knee. They have not yet got him to sit up He's been down for several minutes now. Looks like they're trying to get him to squeeze, and it is who I thought it was, but I didn't want to say who it was. It's Isaac Yetzer. Isaac Yetzer on the far side. That was the injured player. Well, it looks like, I'm not going to even speculate, but he's not going to be back in the game. I can tell you that. They have his right arm up, and they're holding it up. So could be any number of things. First thought in my head when I saw him coming off the field like that was maybe a broken collarbone. But again, <laughs> I'm no doctor. So they're going for two here, up 12 nothing, following the long turning 
some disaster into points was Schrote. So they'll be without the services of Yetzer here. Coming late into the huddle for the Faribault Falcons is Preston Berger. And here they go for two. Side by side by side of the backs. Deshaun Davis is wide to the left. Well, not wide, but he's to the left. Schultz going to keep it himself, and he's going to, oh, my. He got popped when he got into the end zone. Looks like he's going to be okay. He does make the two-point conversion. So Schrote has been part of all the scoring here. Three minutes and ten seconds to go. He runs in for the two-point conversion. And the Faribault Falcons have themselves a 14-0 lead with 310 to go until our garlic's water conditioning. Fairway Meat and Grocery is a proud sponsor of Fairbow Falcon Football. Fall is tailgating time. Are you planning your tailgate party? Fairway Meat and Grocery has all your game day party favorites. With USDA choice steaks, fresh produce, snacks, and meat and cheese trays, Fairway meets all your game day needs. Shop online for curbside pickup or grab our weekly ad when you shop the store. Fairway Meat and Grocery is open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. for all all your grocery needs. Go Falcons! How important is security to you and your family? Tom's Lock and Key gives you that peace of mind. Security. With combination changes, car openings, auto lock service, rekeying, safe repair, to new installation. Security has never been more important. Whether it's a business or home, Tom's Lock and Key reminds you if you haven't updated your business locks in the past five years, you should to ensure your keyholder list is up to date. Tom's Lock and Key, 1220A Northwest 4th Street, two blocks east of Arby's in Fairbook, 332-2777. Good luck, Falcons. Concordia Academy down 14-0. Takes the ensuing kick out to about the 30 three-yard line or something like that. We'll see when they set the ball down. This is their best, second-best starting field position. So, might be closer to the 33, but it's over the 33. That makes it the 34. The snap is made, drops the ball, and Faribault is there to cover him up. The direct snapped it to Timothy Ubers, and he says, uh-oh, I got to cover up this football. I'm going to get crunched. And that's exactly what happened. I did not see who did the crunching. So they split a guy wide right to at least get one guy out of the box. The snap is made. The throw down over. The, oh, man, was he wide open. Over the middle. He's going to have a first down all the way down to the 42-yard line. I could have thrown that pass. He was so wide open, the big tight end. And, I mean, he's a big boy. Noah Quiggle, 6'2", 200 pounds. He was roaming free. So the 6'2", 200-pound, I see a guy wearing a Quiggle uniform down below me here. Probably a proud fan. 
So that's their best play of the game. Left to right in your radio dial. There's a dribble underneath the legs of the would-be recipient. He's going to be drilling all the way back into Concordia Academy territory. That snap was under his legs. Under his legs was the snap. And being a little, well, act, it looked like Jose Garcia, the 5'9", 175-pound sophomore, was back there in a hurry. He looked like he was hurting as he ran back to the huddle. So the ball goes all the way back to the 47. It's been a center adventure here tonight. Snaps over the head, between the legs. Fairboy had a couple of missed exchanges. In the last couple of weeks, they had uh, multiple missed exchanges between the center and the quarterback. As he snaps it back, quarterback throws down the field. He had his man open again, but he missed him. The big tight end was wide open, but he overshot him. He was seeing a white jersey fly into his face. Falcons with their solid green helmets. I think it'd be cool to bring back those 1977 Faribault Falcon uniforms. They got the, the F on the side there and the, the gold helmets. So they snap it. He drops back to throw again. This time he's going to throw over the middle again. He's going to try the same guy again, and he throws it too far again. Yep. History does repeat itself. In coverage that time for the Falcons. It's a number that's not on the roster. This is the third week, is it not? So a punt here. Fribble's got back deep. Vogelsberg, he's standing at the, about the, 22-yard line. Here comes the kick. They almost got to it. It's going to bounce. He's going to let it bounce. He should have caught that. It's going to be at the 20-yard line. I guess they didn't lose as much as I thought they were going to. So it'll be Falcon ball. They have 62 seconds to work with. 62 seconds. Up 14 to nothing. I think they have only one timeout left, too, here in the first half. Cody Kosfeld here at the Power 96 Sports Microphone. Schroeder under center. He'll hand off to Davis. Davis was all bottled up. He breaks one tackle and then runs forward for a pretty good chunk of change. Deshaun Davis was bottled up initially. Then he saw an opening. He's got those strong legs. And it'll be a pickup of about five. It'll be second and five. So a good job by Davis. Ball's at the 26-yard line. It's actually, the chains look like five, but it may be six. Again, the... Triple power T offense. Schroet under center. He's still got the ball. He's going to back up, and he's going to wing it down the field. He's got his man wide open. 
Vogelsberg at the 50 first down. With 16 seconds to go in the half, they're at the 50-yard line. And they could try and run the same play if they want to and see if they can't get in the end zone. So 14-0, Falcons leading, and they're at the 50-yard line after that pass. So... From the 50-yard line, Faribault, well, they might be able to run a couple of plays here. Depends on how far they are. You know, if they go to the sideline, get out of bounds right away. We'll see what they decide to do. Halftime, Garlic's Water Conditioning will bring you a halftime report. I should get the official statistics here from the Faribault statistician that I'll share with you thanks to Garlic's Water Conditioning. Malika's Auto Body brings you our crunch time Faribault player or players of the game at the conclusion of our broadcast. Thanks to Malika's Auto Body, when your vehicle suffers crunch time, the place to take it is Malika's, their beautiful new shop on the north end of Faribault. It is gorgeous. So Schroet under center. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to cut up the middle, and there's nothing there. And That'll be the last play of the first half. Clock's going to wind down, and nobody's going to stop it. That'll be the last play of the first half. Well, somebody stopped it at three seconds. So that's the last timeout by the Falcons with three seconds to go. About all you can do here is wing it. I thought Schroet should have... uh, I thought the play was for Schroet to run out of bounds, to be honest, to buy them some time, but what do I know? He decided to cut up field, and evidently he saw something, but uh, he thought he saw something. Because <laughs> there were three guys there to get him. 14 nothing. Faribault Falcons lead. This team was had a winning record last year. The Concordia Academy team, according to what I read earlier today. They're a 3A school. Of course, Faribault is a 4A school. So they got double receivers right. This is not the uh, power T. He's going to drop back, roll to his right, looks to heave it down the field, and it is short. Well short of the intended target. I don't know if somebody ran the wrong pattern or what, but they tried to get it out there to a number who, again, is not on our roster. And only one second went off the clock. Actually, it was uh, moved back up to seven, so five seconds went off the clock. Got a 14 nothing lead. We'll see if they just decide to, you know, one thing you wouldn't need is a pick six here. 
Schroth's going to roll to his right. He's going to throw down the field, and it's uh, it's intercepted, but that's the last play of the half. So for all intents and purposes, Quast is going to end up with a pickoff. We got another injured Falcon on the play. Man, oh, man, they're dropping like flies. And Vogelsberg is the injured Falcon. So Vogelsberg is out. Yetzer is out. Uh, Vogelsberg is limping. So, I, I mean, but it, he doesn't look like he's feeling too good. And Yetzer's already out. That looks like a pretty major injury uh, in terms of you know, not being able to come back, at least in this game. So got a regular mass unit out here today for the Faribault Falcons, but they're up 14 nothing. Garlic's water conditioning brings you... First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna presents the story of Bill and Penny. Penny coined many phrases and has always flipped when it comes to making a decision. Bill prefers his thoughts on paper. Penny saved herself from embarrassing situations in the past, earning accolades from a quarter of her friends. Bill is more current, see? He lives in the present. But one thing Penny and Bill can both agree on, First United Bank understands their value. It just makes sense to trust First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna. Member FDIC. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Metcon Companies is a proud supporter of Faribault Public Schools and wishes best of luck to all the players in today's contest. Metcon is a family of commercial construction companies founded in 1978. They are your single source partner for commercial and industrial construction. As a full-service general contractor with a complete range of capabilities, their motto is, we can do it. To learn more about Metcon, go to their website, met-con.com. Go Falcons! There is nothing on the market like Connecticut water conditioners and no better place to go for them than Garlic's Water Conditioning in Faribault. Connecticut water softeners, filters, and drinking water systems are brilliantly engineered to be the most economical, efficient, and effective at improving the quality of your water, capable of removing just about everything from water that isn't water. Garlic's Water Conditioning professionals know the water challenges in the area so they can fashion a treatment that works for you. Sign up for a free water analysis at garlicswater.com. Garlic's Water brings you our halftime report. We're going to check and see if we have those first half statistics here. As we check. The old email where he sends them to me. And there's nothing yet. Nothing yet. I can tell you the scoring. Two touchdowns by Faribault, a 19-yard throw by Schrote to Vogelsberg with a minute 59 to go on the first quarter. The extra point run was no good. And then a 65-yard return on a uh, 
well, a snap over the Schroetz head as he was a punter. He retrieved it and went down the far sideline for about 65 yards. I hope to get the official stats here soon. So we can tell you what the official yardage is, or at least what the statisticians are saying is the official yardage. But again, uh, no stats yet. Can't blame the cell service. We got four bars here. And 5G cell service in Roseville. So hopefully we'll get it here soon. About 65 yards, I thought it was. He was at the 50. It was snapped over his head. He went back to the 40 and then and maybe farther. So it could have been, well, maybe it was 60 yards from where the ball was picked up. He ran kind of backwards and then went down the far sideline as he angled and then just zipped right down the sideline. Nobody even tried to push him out of bounds on the far side. He kept going and going and going. That's the play that Yetzer was hurt on. Uh, throwing a block for him over there on the far sideline, I assume. And he did go into the end zone, and then he got the two-point conversion on a run, too. So Schroet's been part of all the scoring here for the Faribault Falcons. As they lead 14-0, you're in tune to KQCLFM, Faribault, Minnesota, a town square media station. Rudy Cosfeld with the Power 96 Sports Microphone. Yep. It is halftime here at Concordia Academy. Both teams, I think, are in the school. I'm not totally positive on that. I don't see anybody outside here as we're still just awaiting those first-half statistics. And as soon as we get them, if we get them, of course, we'll pass them Fairway Meat and Grocery is a proud sponsor of Faribault Falcon Football. Fall is tailgating time. Are you planning your tailgate party? Fairway Meat and Grocery has all your game day party favorites. With USDA choice steaks, fresh produce, snacks, and meat and cheese trays, Fairway meets all your game day needs. Shop online for curbside pickup or grab our weekly ad when you shop the store. Fairway Meat and Grocery is open Monday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m for all your grocery needs. Go Falcons! Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. Monica's Auto Body in Faribault is proud to serve the Faribault area. Monica's Auto Body is a full-service auto body repair shop. For over two decades, they've repaired and improved car bodies in the Faribault area. Monica's can handle anything from a simple dent repair to full frame straightening. Monica's certified technician, state-of-the-art equipment, and relentless commitment to serving their customers will get you back on the road safely and efficiently. Free estimates and loaner vehicles. Monica'sAutoBody.com. Monica's Auto Body, where experience matters. Well, I still have not received those statistics yet, which is kind of unusual, so I don't know what's going on here. 
I'll check my other email. Typically, I get them in this email, but we'll try the other one. Yeah, I don't see anything yet. So, doesn't look like we're going to get any. Here during your Garlic's Water Conditioning Halftime Report, as I said, the two scores both involved J.J. Schroep. He had a 19-yard touchdown pass to Vogelsberg at the minute 59 mark. Extra point run was no good. Then he uh, turned nothing, in fact, disaster, into a touchdown. The snap, he was a punter, and the snap was over his head. He was standing at the 50. He retrieved it back at the uh, 40 and and ran back maybe toward the 35 as he tried to get the angle away from the tacklers, got to the far sideline, and then zipped it up the far sideline all the way in for the touchdown. And that's where we sit. He also ran in the two-point conversion. So he has been in the middle of all the scoring for the Faribault Falcons here today. And here is the stats. They finally just got here. So here we go. Well, it was farther than 49 yards, I can tell you that. I guess they go from where it was snapped, huh? Even though it was snapped over his head and he retrieved it at the 40, he only gets credit from where the ball was at the line of scrimmage. So it means it's a 49-yard touchdown. In actuality, it was over 60 yards. I wonder if that's true when it's a bad... Well, it must be true. That's what the delay was, I'm guessing. He was checking on that. So Schroet gets a 49-yard touchdown on the snap over his head when he actually ran over 60 yards for the score. It ends up officially being a 49-yard touchdown run. And then he got the uh, extra point conversion, and that's where we sit. 14-0. Faribault has five first downs. Concordia Academy has two. Faribault has 97 yards rushing. Concordia Academy has 10 yards rushing. They have 35 yards passing on the one pass. Faribault has two pass completions for 43 yards. Two of six is Faribault passing. One of five is Concordia Academy. Of course, they had an interception to end the half at Concordia Academy, so they got that credit for that pick. Faribault had two fumbles. One of them was lost, it says here. I don't remember that, to be honest. Oh, it was the, uh, it was the punt, that's right. The punt, Yetzer was back to punt, or to receive the punt, and it went right through his hands and hit his foot and kicked it right to a Concordia Academy player. It was, well, it was not humorous for him, but seeing it from the sideline, it was a little humorous. One for seven are both teams on third down conversions. One for one is Faribault on a fourth down conversion. It says here they're 0 for 8, Concordia Academy on fourth down conversions. Gee, I don't remember him taking... That many fourth down conversions. Time of possession, 13.59 for the Beacons and 12.55 for the Falcons. Schroed has 72 yards on nine runs, a touchdown. He did have the fumble when he was uh, quarterback, but I didn't think he lost it. Jordan Reavers has one carry for nine yards. Seven, Joey Steinberg, two carries for seven yards. Deshaun Davis has two for six. 
J.T. Housen has two for two. Isaac Yetzer has two for one. And Jaden Hart has one for zero yards. Schultz, two for six passing, 43 yards and a touchdown. So the total yardage here for the Faribault offense. Let's see if they got that even listed on here. I'd have to add them up in my head, I guess. I don't see it on here. Defensively, Pino has two and a half tackles. Steinberg has three and a half. Stessel's got four tackles to lead the team, along with Isaac Yetzer's four. Jaden Hart had three and a half in the first half. A half tackle for Deshaun Davis, it says here. Daniel Cruz Ortega has a half tackle. An assist for J.T. Housen. Cooper Lightnam has one and a half tackles. Riley Quinnell has a tackle. Baron Wormerskirchen has uh, an assist, half a tackle. No sacks are recorded here. No INTs for Faribault. Defensively for Concordia Academy, their top tackler is Quast. He has five and a half tackles here at halftime. By far the most. Neal's got two and a half, two for Downs. One and a half for Purcell. Adamson's got one. And then we've got assists or a half tackle for Hubbard, for Reinhard, and for Tram. Moreno has a tackle. Quiggle has a tackle for the Beacons of Concordia Academy. As some bug just <laughs> took a bite out of my neck. Wow. It's halftime. Garlic's Water Conditioning is bringing you our halftime report. A big thank you to Mike Owens for getting us those official statistics. Hope you enjoy those. We get to share them with you all season long. It's halftime with a score of the Faribault Falcons 14. The Concordia Academy Beacons nothing. You're listening to... Faribault Falcon Football, with your radio home for Falcon Football. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. Well, the Beacons are back on the field. The Falcons are coming out of their locker room now. And they're on the field, and we're just about set to get this underway. The Beacons will have the ball to start this half. Verbal got the ball to start the game. There's... Concordia Academy doing their calisthenics. They're running onto the field, and the Faribault Falcons are just now getting back onto the field. And we'll see if they add a couple minutes onto the clock like they typically do. I frankly have not understood that over the years either. Tell a team when they got to be back on the field, they should be back on the field. Don't add time. But typically they do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the second half. Faribault up 14-0. Only one long play for Concordia Academy. That's it. One long pass play is all they've been able to muster. 
And Faribault hasn't exactly <laughs> moved the ball a lot either. They only have five first downs at half. Two for Concordia Academy. First half was about an hour long. A little less than that. And they did put more time on the clock, as I said. Malika's auto body will bring her a crunch time favorable player or players of the game. Malika's auto body. A beautiful new shop on the north side of Faribault. You might want to get over there and take a look. I'm just saying, you might want to take a look. Big thank you to Garlic's Water Conditioning for bringing you our halftime report. If you have some water problems, I'm telling you, they can figure out a way to remedy it. They're very good at that. They, of course, have those famous Connecticut's. Right, the famous Connecticut's that uh, don't take any power or anything. But they're really good at solving problem water. You can hear they're playing the tunes here. And the clock's ticking down, and we're just about set to get the second half underway. So Faribault will kick off. J.J. Schroep will be kicking it off back deep here to receive the kick will be, I'm assuming, Quast. He's on the near side. Up on the far side is Jiraiya Wilmoth. He's a sophomore. If the numbers are right on the roster. And it's the same number on both rosters, so I assume it's right. Here's the kick, right to left. It's a line drive, and it's going to be caught on the fly, and he's going to have a, that was a very returnable kick, and so he's going to take it out to about the 30-yard line. So Quast was the ball carrier on the stop that time for the Faribault Falcons was Sam Coivisto. He's a 5'7", 160-pound junior. Coivisto on the stop. Ball's at the 30-yard line, and that's where the Beacons will start here in the second half for their first possession, their 30-yard line. 
They had one long pass play to their tight end, and that's really been the best only long play of the of the game. We said they had uh, 10 yards on 18 carries rushing, and we had uh, almost disaster for the Beacons. Hart will make the stop as the handoff is going to go to Neal. And Neal, they might have lost a yard. It'll be second and 11. Second 11, the ball at the 29-yard line. We're in Roseville at Concordia Academy. I said a tad over an hour from Faribault. Of course, that was with Metro traffic. Quast has been bottled up pretty good here today by the Falcons. Sure, he dominated the tape. Steinberg on the stop, helped him up. Good sportsmanship there. Also on the stop for Faribault was Mr. Wormer Skirchen. He's a 265-pound junior. Ball's at the 31-yard line, and it's third and nine. Third and nine from the 31. The snap is made. He drops back. He looks. He's Somebody's in his face, and the ball's caught for a first down at the 50-yard line. Well, they got it to the big fella again. And Faribault's going to have to find somebody to cover that guy. He was wide open again. Right down the middle of the field to the 50-yard line. That was a well-thrown ball, too. And he had a guy right in his face. So, the Beacons feeling good. There's a bad snap right after a long play again. He does a jump pass. Wide open. Nobody covered him at all. Who is that guy supposed to be covered by? And we're going to have a personal foul at the end of the play on Faribault. He was well out of bounds when he popped him, and so he's going to get a personal foul called. That'll tack 15 more yards onto that play. It was all the way down to the 25. This will take it down. Well, where, where is it? It's at the 20, somewhere around the 20, between the 20 and the 25, and then you'll chew 15 more yards up. Well, I thought that's what the flag was. Now they're, now they're sorting it all out, the officials. We're going to take him down to the 10-yard line. It's a personal foul. It's 15 yards, isn't it? My gosh. That should be at the 10-yard line, shouldn't it? They're going to mark it as a 12-yard line. I thought it was a 15-yard personal foul penalty, which would have put it at the 10, but they place it at the 12. As uh, the Falcon is asking, or a couple of the Falcons are asking the official and it's pretty obvious he popped him well out of bounds. I mean, there's no question on the flag. It should have been thrown, and it was. 
So the ball's at the 12-yard line. Talk about a gift. It's Christmas in September. And they have this double wing, it looks like. Now the officials running over to explain to the uh, Faribault coaches what the call was. Well, didn't they say that before? Wow. So here we go. Players have been ready to play a long time. There's a double handoff. He's going to go up the middle. He's going to fumble the football, but it's recovered. Well, that, that was almost disaster for Concordia Academy. He fumbled the ball, but he, but somebody got it back for the Beacons. 10-12 to go. Ball's at the 9-yard line. So at the 9-yard line, a pickup of 3. As they bring in a play. with a number that's not on the roster. Quast is split back there. They're going to hike it to the guy next to him. Quast lays a block. He's going to go off to the left. He'll be short of the first down by a couple of yards. It'll be third down and short at about the five, maybe the four-yard line. A host of Faribault Falcons were over there, including Lightnum. I don't know why three games into a season you can't get your roster right. I mean, seriously? (laughs) Today's age of computers. Touchdown. Samuel Howe gets the touchdown. Well, the long pass play and then the personal foul didn't help matters any. We got a brand new game with nine minutes to go in the third quarter. It's 14 to six and they're going to try to kick the extra point. The snap is a low one. Kick is up and it is through the uprights. So the extra point is good. Extra point kick. And with exactly nine minutes to go in the third quarter, brand new ball game, folks. Faribault 14, Concordia Academy 7. You're listening to Falcon Football. Metcon Companies is a proud supporter of Faribault Public Schools and wishes best of luck to all the players in today's contest. Metcon is a family of commercial construction companies founded in 1978. They are your single-source partner for commercial and industrial construction. As a full-service general contractor with a complete range of capabilities, their motto is, we can do it. To learn more about Metcon, go to their website, met-con.com. Go Falcons! Well, the Falcons are up 14-7 right now. But Concordia Academy on the very first drive of the second half has a 70-yard drive, ending in a 9-yard touchdown by Haug. 
And we got a brand new game here, ladies and gentlemen, a brand new game. So here comes the ensuing kick. It's going to be a It's going to be an onside kick. Do they get it? There's a scrum over by the sideline. Did they get it? I think the Calcans recovered. They tried the onside kick. And Faribault does recover it. We'll see who gets out of there with a the football. Well, I didn't see who came out of there with a the football, but One of the numbers that I did see that might have had it was Quavisto. Faribault will get it start at the 40-yard line. See if we can get this running going. I guess they're sorting something out across the far side. I don't know. I didn't see a flag, but I guess there was one. When you're going for the ball like that, you know, you could have a personal foul or something. You never know. Looks like they're walking, uh, Faribault's walking back like it's against them. We'll see. Concordia Academy was offside, they say. Well, don't you decline it or take the ball at the 40 or do they get to try it all over again? This really shouldn't take this long. Now they're going to march the uh, penalty, I guess. The five yards will take it to the 46. So Faribault will start this drive on their own 46. Boy, they had great field position. First half twice, they started in Concordia Academy territory. They only scored one of those times. handoff up the middle and boy that looked like it was going to be pop for a long one he does get a pretty good gain on the play as they handed the ball off that time to Braden Schultz who's in the game the 5'11 170 pound junior took it down to the 49 yard line he's been their leaning ground gainer this year picks up five yards it'll be second down and five Schultz was their leading ground gainer last year So they line up with that power T. And we're going to have a flag fly. Looks like they lined up in the neutral zone. It'll be going up against Concordia Academy five yards. And that will be very close to giving them a first down. Yep, it's going to give them a first down at the 44-yard line of Concordia Academy. 
14-7. Faribault, two scores, one for Concordia Academy. Schrote hands it off, and they stack the middle. Picks up a couple of yards on the play. Handoff, I think, went to Lightning that time. Schroeder goes to the side to get the play. So second and seven following the three-yard gain there. Schultz is in the middle here of the three backs. Steinberg is on the left. Handoff goes to the right side guy who breaks a tackle and then goes forward. He'll pick up a pretty good uh, chunk of change. It'll be third down and a couple. The handoff that time went to J.T. Hausen, the 5'9", 150-pound senior. So it'll be third down. Well, it's a very short four, long three. As he's going to hand off up the middle. He breaks it for the first down, I believe. Good run. He looked like he was shot out of a cannon that time. As they handed it off to Hausen again, it appeared. No, not Hausen. It was Schultz. Schultz who had the ball. So Schultz gets the first down, down to the 33-yard line. Like we said at the outset of this game, this field has been used a lot. Kind of hard to see the yard markers. As Schrote under center. That was a broken play. He's going to run to his left. Remember what he can do with broken plays. He stiff arms a guy, goes out of bounds. I always wondered about that. You know, you see guys all the time stiff arming a guy. In the face mask. <laughs> and they don't call it. He didn't grab his face mask or anything, but he was certainly stiff-arming him up around the head. So it'll be second down and uh, about 13. Ball's right at the 35-yard line. Brody Kosfeld here at the Power 96 Sports Microphone. Terrible Falcons up 14-7. Trying to go to 2-1. and one. Handoff off to the right, Schultz. He'll go out right. He'll go up the middle. We got a flag coming flying. That's going to be probably an illegal block. And we'll negate this excellent run. He got down to the first down marker, it appeared. But I think this is coming back where that flag came flying in. Yeah, it'll be a holding call against Faribault. They would have had the first down, but that negates that. So the officials are going to mark off the penalty from where the flag was thrown, which will put the ball at the 39-yard line. Which was almost the original (laughs) line of... 
So it's second down and about 16 with six minutes to go in the third quarter. Dribble up 14-7. Schroet's going to hand off. He's going to bounce it out. This is Hart. He breaks the tackle. He runs forward, dives forward. Nice tackle that time by Concordia Academy's Neal, Judah Neal, the 175-pound senior. That was a nice open field tackle. He got a chunk of change there, though. He got about 12 yards. It'll be third and five. 11 officially, I guess. After the game is over, we'll have our Malika's Autobody Crunch Time favorable player or players of the game selection. Power T formation behind Schroed under center. Sanchez snaps it. Fake handoff. He looks to throw. He's got nobody over there. He's going to run off to the left. He tippy-toes up the field. He'll be brought down at about the 28. So he wasn't able to get his speed out in the open that time like he wanted to. Going to be fourth down here. And you're in two-down territory. Fourth and four at the 26. I think Schroet on the first carry of this half had the same carry that he went for a touchdown against St. Anthony Village in the first carry of the second half there. He broke off a big run. Faribault's offside. So Faribault jumps offside. And that might end the going for it here. You might be tempted to put your punt unit out there and just uh, cough and corner it and kick it out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. But no, it doesn't look like that's what they're going to do. Schroet's going to be under center on a fourth and nine. Fakes the handoff. Rolls to his right. He throws to his right. He uh, overshoots the intended target. Somebody ran the wrong route, it appears. Because he threw it to, well, there wasn't a single white jersey in the zip code. And they were fortunate it wasn't picked off. They weren't on the same page, I can tell you that much. Four minutes, four seconds to go in this third quarter. It's 14-7, Faribault. Housen comes into the defensive lineup a little late here. He'll be a corner on the near side. The snap is made, the handoff goes up the left side. He breaks out in the open. He's still going at the 40. He's at the 35. He's at the 30. Big run. No flags on the play. A gaping hole off the left side, and he just kept chugging, chugging, and takes it all the way down to the 30-yard line. All the way down to the 29-yard line. It'll be first and 10. Big chunk play there. There's the snap. He's going to 
The same guy tries it. Well, I thought he fumbled the football and Faribault recovered, but they didn't rule. Yeah, they did. It's Faribault football. He fumbled the football. And getting the recovery, I think, for Faribault was, uh, it was either Stessel or it was Shoup. But a fumble. Right after the long play, they cough it up. And Faribault will have the ball at the 27-yard line, first and 10. Boy, that was huge for the Beacons. Three minutes, 44 seconds to go in this third quarter. Faribault leads at 14-7. Both their touchdowns came in the first half, one in the first quarter, one in the second. And Cordy Academy just scored their last previous series to this last one. And a big run. And then they cough it up. Schroed again, a broken play. He's going to run up the middle. And he'll pick up a few yards on the play. It looked like another broken play where nobody was there to hand the ball off to. The good thing about Schroed, he can take broken plays and make something out of nothing. He proved that earlier in that snap that was over his head. That's how they scored a touchdown. He was punting, and they snapped the ball over his head. It was officially a 49-yard run, but he ran over 60 yards. It's from the line of scrimmage is where the run comes from. It's bottled up, and then it's not. Dribble's going to take it out to about the 36. Be Schultz on the carry. Braden Schultz, the 5'11", 170-pound junior, takes it out to the 35. They're going to mark it. Be third down and two. Need this here. You don't want to give the ball right back to him. We're approaching two and a half minutes to go third quarter. Parable 14, Concordia Academy 7. The power T, the handoff up the middle, and he might have just got enough for the first down. They drive him back. It's Schultz, but I think he got enough for the first down. They do mark it a first down. So, 38-yard line. Two minutes, 10 seconds to go in this third quarter. Thanks to Garlic's Water Conditioning for bringing our halftime report, the official stats. We'll have the official stats following game two, I hope. Power tees, road under center. Long count, takes it, hands it off. Trying to pick his way as Schultz. There's just no hole. There's just nothing there. He was met the instant he got the ball. He may have gotten a yard, but that's it. It'll be second and nine. As I said before, this offense is predicated on being fast. You have everybody in tight, then you try to get to the second level, and if you're able to do that, you can get some long runs. Minute 22 to go, third quarter. Power T. wrote under center, Sanchez out over the football. 
Snap is made, fake handoff. He's going to roll to his left. And he's going to turn the corner. He's got the corner. He's inside the 40 down to about the 36. And there's a flag on the play. This is coming back. The long run all the way to the 36. There's going to be a hold on the Falcons on the play. That's how he gained the corner. My, oh, my. This is going to be against Faribault. And that long run that took him all the way down to the 36 of Concordia Academy is going to come back. Yep, it's a hold against the Falcons. Not much question about that. I don't know that Coach Hansen agrees with the call, just judging by his body language over there, but I obviously did not see the hold, but I did see him gain the corner. And once he turned the corner, man, <laughs> Mr. Schroet turned on the Jets. This will march him way back, and they still don't know where to put the ball down. If you're going to be an official, you better know your math. And then we had another flag. And it's against Faribault again. Well, I think Coach Hanson might have just taken a timeout. 59 seconds to go in the quarter. He wants to get everybody settled down here on the Faribault huddle. Two, you got a holding call and then an offside call back-to-back. That's got him bottled him up all the way back to the 24-yard line. When Schroed had run the ball all the way down to the 36 of Concordia Academy, and that was called back by the hold. Then the very next play, they have a illegal procedure call. 59 seconds to go in the third. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895. As a leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos. And butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. 14-7 is our score. Faribault leads it. They're hanging on to this lead by the hair of their chinny-chin-chins. 14-7, they're going the wrong way. They started this drive on the uh, 30-yard line, and they're now back at the 24. Power T formation, fake handoff. No, he did hand it off, but he's in trouble. He broke a couple of tackles, breaks another one, keeps going, and he'll be brought down at the 37-yard line. What a run. Schultz again just kept those legs pumping, 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 and that's why he was upright for so long. He is such a strong runner, Braden Schultz. 
It's still a long ways to go for a first down, but he got a lot of it back, about 12 yards. It'll be third and 12. Faribault just wants to get out of here without a turnover. At 14-7 lead as this might be the last play of the third quarter. Power T formation, Schroeder under center, Sanchez. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, looks to throw, he stops, and he throws, and it is incomplete. It was intended for Lightning. It's incomplete. He was beyond the chains. Schultz was out there, too. It's incomplete. And so on a 4th and 12, Schroeder will stay in and punt. One of the most successful plays all day for Faribault has been the hike over his head that he turned into a 49-yard, officially 49-yard, touchdown run. That's where the line of scrimmage was. It was hiked over his head. He had to go back to the 40 or so to retrieve it and ended up going down the far sideline for a touchdown. That's the end of the third quarter. Faribault, 14, Concordia Academy, 7. I know you're not going to touch We were cooking all of Dad's favorites for his 80th. (sighs) Things were not going smoothly. Something started burning in the oven. Then the air conditioner quit, and we were burning. I called in a Mana dealer. He installed a multi-speed, energy-efficient Amana brand air conditioner. So everything turned out cool. See FairbowAir.com for details. Do you have kids or grandkids in Fairboat Sports? You could drive the bus and not miss an event. Fairboat Transportation, Minnesota's coaches, invite you to join their team with flexible full and part-time positions as route, athletic event, field trip, and or motor coach drivers. Paid CDL training offered on-site and wages starting at $21 an hour. Call 507-334-5121 or stop into Fairboat Transportation to apply. Fairboat Transportation is proud to safely transport our Fairboat students and athletes. Well, if the Faribault Falcons can cover open receivers, I'm not feeling too bad, but they have let a lot of open receivers get balls here in the second half. So we'll see. Both teams are generally running teams, but have passed more here tonight. 14-7, the Faribault Falcons lead it with 11.49 to go in the fourth quarter. As the Beacons come from the near sideline, the ball's on the near side hash mark. As they are going to fake the hike to Quast and hike it to the up man, we'll take it to the 30-yard line. Getting up off the bottom of the pile there for the Fairable Falcons is Pino. So pick up a three, it'll be second and seven. On the carry that time was Samuel Haug. Samuel Haug on the carry. It'll be second and seven. Fake this time. Quas does break a tackle. He'll take it out to close to the 35-yard line. Where he was stood up there. Hart was one of the guys in on the tackle. As checking into the lineup, getting a little more beef in there for Faribault is Roman Garcia, the 6'3", 260-pound senior. And it's a third down and three, the ball at the 34-yard line. This is a big third down in this game. 
Quast is pointing as he sets up. They snap it to somebody else. He hands it off to somebody else. And he's got the first down and a whole lot more out to the 42-yard line. The double handoff gets them out to the, well, they're going to mark it at the 41, I think. So from the 41-yard line, first and 10, Concordia Academy. 14-7, Faribault leads it. Both their touchdowns came in the first half. Concordia's only touchdown came in this half. Receiver standing out here by his lonesome at the moment. They're giving him quite a cushion. He's going to go up the left side after he was looked like he was under center that time, which does not happen very often. He was taken by Haugat again. He's going to pick up maybe a yard. It'll be second and nine. Second and nine for the 43 or 42. Seaver off wide to the right this time and one off the line off to the left. Hand off up the middle, nothing. Lightning on the stop. Garcia was there as well. Lightning met him right in the hole. So it's going to be third and long here for the Beacons of Concordia Academy. Both teams, one and one on the season. Beacons are coming off a win. The Falcons are coming off a loss. Both teams have been... Uh, rather handily defeated and Concordia Academy won by one score, two score win in the first week for the Faribault Falcons it's a big third down he drops the ball, drops it again Faribault recovers recovery by Faribault coming out of there with a football for the Falcons is going to be Ben Stessel so fumble recovery again by Stessel and they'll take over with 8.59 to go in this game. Ball at the 36-yard line. We're talking 36 of Concordia Academy. So if you're Faribault, you want to score here and go up two scores. Sanchez comes out over the football, the power T formation. Schroed under center, takes the snap. He'll hand it off up the middle to Schultz. Schultz picks his way, gets out the foot. He stumbles out to the open. He's got the first down all the way down inside the 20-yard line. I don't see any flags this time. Nice run by Schultz. He tripped himself. It looked like one of the yard lines reached up and picked his ankle. He tripped himself, but he kept his footing, his balance, and he's got a first down all the way down. To the 21-yard line, it looks like. So from the 21, it's first and 10. Trips, backs behind Schroet, takes the snap, hands off to Schultz again. He's going to have He looked like he was running for a touchdown. They still haven't blown the whistle. He got past the chain, it appeared to me. And then he was running backwards. <laughs> they're going to give him forward progress to about the six, five or six yard line. So they found it. They found the quick hitters here for Schultz. Another first. It'll be first and goal Falcons from the seven yard line. 
So a 14-yard pickup, and it's first and goal. Again, the power tee, and they're finding something here with Schultz. He fumbled. Schultz fumbled the ball, and did he get it back? I think he got it back. Boy, I tell you. They've been watching the Vikings too much. Another fumble. Seven minutes and 45 seconds ago. They did recover it, but man, oh, man. Ball security, my friends. Ball security. So Schroeder will come under center here on a second and goal from about the seven. Hands it off to Schultz. Schultz goes up the middle. He dives forward, and he's going to be inside the five. See, I think they're going to mark it at the three. It's going to be third down and goal. And, of course, Faribault does not kick field goals, so this is two-down territory here. Let's see if Schroeder takes one wide here. Under seven minutes to go in the game. A touchdown here would be huge for the Falcons. The power tee. Sanchez, the center, snaps the ball. Handoff goes off to the right. He dives in for the touchdown. Falcons from three yards out. Joey Steinberg scores the touchdown. A three-yard touchdown run. Boy, that's huge. Comes with six minutes and 42 seconds to go in the game. They'll go for the two here. Because that's what they do. Schroep will come under center. Sanchez, will he take it himself? No, he hands it off to Steinberg. It's the same play, and it's nothing. Exact same play, and they didn't get anything on it. Boy, they were having so much success running Schultz up the gut with quick hitters. I don't know why they'd abandon out. Now, Steinberg did score a touchdown. I'll grant him for that, but I would have gone back to Schultz up the middle there for the two-point conversion. But it doesn't matter. They got a 13-point lead with 6.38 to go. 20 to 7, Faribault Falcons lead. You're listening to Faribault Falcon football on power. How important is security to you and your family? Tom's Lock and Key gives you that peace of mind. Security. With combination changes, car openings, auto lock service, rekeying, safe repair, to new installation. Security has never been more important. Whether it's a business or home, Tom's Lock and Key reminds you if you haven't updated your business locks in the past five years, you should to ensure your keyholder list is up to date. Tom's Lock and Key, 1220A Northwest 4th Street, two blocks east of Arby's in Fairbow, 332-2777. Good luck, Falcons. First United Bank in Fairbow and Owatonna presents the story of Bill and Penny. Penny coined many phrases and has always flipped when it comes to making a decision. Bill prefers his thoughts on paper. Penny saved herself from embarrassing situations in the past, earning accolades from a quarter of her friends. Bill is more current, see, he lives in the present. But one thing Penny and Bill can both agree on, First United Bank understands their value. It just makes sense to trust First United Bank in Faribault and Owatonna, member FDIC. Now the Faribault Falcons have a 20-7 lead over the Beacons of Concordia Academy. 
as we have six minutes and 38 seconds left in this game. The uh, Falcons will be hosting Cass and Manorville next Saturday. Saturday night, 7 o'clock kickoff against Cass and Manterville at Bruce Smith Field, Alexander Park. It's a Saturday night game. Saturday night. So here we go. The Falcons can make sure nobody gets wide open. They should be in okay shape. There's the snap. He's going to drop back. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to throw to his right. It's going to be caught. I don't know that that was the intended target, but it's the big tight end. And what did I just say? Noah Quiggle catches it. The 200-pounder takes it out to the 40-yard line. We'll gain a five. It'll be second and five. 6-16 and counting, but they're going to need bigger chunks than that. He's going to drop back. Look, he's going to throw, and it is incomplete, almost picked off. Deshaun Davis nearly got the pick. In there to throw here is... Timothy Ubers is the uh, thrower here the last couple of times. A 150-pound senior. Quast is throwing some passes. The beauty of that offense is more than one guy can throw. So, they'll try it again. Dropping back, he'll throw it. Ubers out of bounds. Who's intended on the far sideline? They had two guys right next to each other, so that tells you somebody probably ran the wrong route. And they're going to have to punt here with six minutes and three seconds to go. That was not a great series for the Beacons. They started it out okay, but you know it's it's hard to make a team a passing team when you're not a passing team. At least according to the defensive coach, the Faribault, what they saw on film was not a lot of passing. So Faribault's got nobody back here. They're not thinking he's going to punt. Somebody split wide here, and he is going to punt. So nobody's back deep. Of course, you can't fumble the ball that way either, but you give up a lot of field position. You're going to down it about the 20-yard line or so. I don't know why he didn't let it roll more, but got a little impatient there. So Faribault will have it at the 20, and I would think you'd milk clock here with 5.54 to go. You're up two scores. Now, that'd be dose of Mr. Schultz up the middle, I would think. Sanchez comes out over that football. He'll hand it off to Schultz up the middle. Not much there. But the clock keeps ticking, and that's all the Falcons really care about at this point. Also in that offensive line for Faribault is... A Roman Garcia, the 6'3", 260-pound senior. 
Also on the front is Nate Lockerby, the 6'4", 250-pound sophomore. Sanchez out over the football, snaps it, Schroff fakes it. He runs to his left. He gets bottled up, kicks it more outside. Now it comes inside, looks like a video game, and he's going to be brought down. He jutted one way and darted the other way and looked like a... Look like a bottled mouse in a, rain, a maze or something. He doesn't get anything on the play, really, but <laughs> a lot of running and time keeps marching on. Be third down and 12. Tomorrow we'll have our Faribault Coaches Show at 10 in the morning. Royal Ross will be doing the show. I got to drive out to Morris, Minnesota for the Carlton game here on Power 96. As they take on the University of Minnesota Morris, Carlton 1-0 on the season. St. Olaf has the weekend off. It's their bye week. They try to get it outside, and he breaks two tackles. Does Hart. Hart still running. He's still running. We got a flag on the play as Hart takes it out over the 30-yard line. We'll see what the call is. He got very close to a first down. That was a good run, but was it a good run because there was a penalty? They got a flag on the field. And it is against Faribault. One of the Falcons was explaining to the official what he did, and what it appeared to me, but the officials aren't going to buy it. They're not going to pick up the flag. Faribault's going to get marched back to the 15-yard line. It's going to be third down and uh, very long. They almost have to get to I-94 here. Four minutes and ten seconds and counting. Conclusion of our game, we'll have our Malika's auto body crunch time fairable player or players of the game. Schroet under center. will hand off and not much there. J.T. Hausen. They faked it to Schultz, who ran outside and was running out there all by his lonesome. And he says to himself, man, if I would have had that ball, I could have gone for a touchdown. Well, it's easy. You know, hindsight's 20-20. So Schroet will be punting from as deep as he's had to punt today. And if I'm Concordia Academy, I'd come after this. If you get a block and a recovery and a touchdown... It would make things very interesting. 3.54 to go. You're almost at the point, if you're the Beacons, where you got to gamble here. Certainly want to thank all our great sponsors who make our broadcast possible. Faribault Transportation, Tom's Lock and Key, Faribault Foods, Metcon Companies, Federated Insurance, First United Bank, Malika's Auto Body, Fairway Meat Grocery, Amesbury Truth, Garlic's Water Conditioning, Faribault Foods. Schroeder is standing back near his goal line to pump this ball. He's at about the two or three yard line. Back to receive is Quast. So if I'm Schroeder, I do not kick it to him. Angle it toward the sideline. 
You do not want to kick him a returnable kick. Let's see if he does that. The snap is made. It's a good one. Here's the kick. He's going to have a nice high one. He's going to let it bounce, let it bounce, let it bounce, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 45-yard line, and that's where the Beacons will start. From the 45, all intents and purposes, that was a pretty darn good punt by Schroed. He was inside his five, and it goes to the 45 on the other side of the field. So it's do or die here for the Beacons. you got to score with 3.48 to go, down by 13. If the Beacons do not win, they'll drop to two losses. If they do win, they get their second win. Faribault's looking for their second win, and obviously they would drop to two losses if they lost. Next week, Faribault plays Saturday night against Casson-Manterville. Dropping back is Quast. They throw for a screen pass, and it was almost picked off. If he would have tried to catch the ball, he would have had a touchdown. It was right in the midst of Hart. (laughs) He was not fooled by the screen pass. In fact, there were three Falcons in his face when he tried to throw the screen pass. Quast. So Quast back there like a quarterback. They snap it. Uh Uh-oh. It's between his legs again. Rolls to his right, and he's going to be brought down for a big-time loss. The bad snap did not help matters any there. Showing good sportsmanship that time for the Faribault Falcons. Helping him up was Wormerskirchen. 324 to go. It'll be third down and very long. About 18 yards to go. The ball at the 37-yard line. Actually, it's closer to the 38. So coming in for a play, what do you call on a third and forever? Coming in with a play was Wilmoth. He's another fumble, and it's going to be fourth down and forever. Covering it up that time, covering up the person who fumbled the ball was Joey Rusi. And from the 35, it looks like they're going to, I mean, there's two and a half minutes to go. You almost have to go for it here. They're going to punt, though. It's kind of like waving a white towel, isn't it? You're going to punt from the 22. You're down by two scores with two and a half minutes to go. Low snap. Here's the kick. It's going to go straight up, come down, and bounce at about the 42. It'll take a beacon's roll to the 39 or 8. And so that's where Faribault will have it. First and 10 next week. They play Saturday night at home against the Cass and Manorville Comets. I think the Beacons play Breck, if I remember right. On the road. After two straight road games, Farrell will be happy to be home. And we got 2.04 to go on a clock stop. 
So the clock stops. 2.04 to go. Falcons, Faribault Falcons are going to win this game. 20-7. Metcon Companies is a proud supporter of Faribault Public Schools and wishes best of luck to all the players in today's contest. Metcon is a family of commercial construction companies founded in 1978. They are your single-source partner for commercial and industrial construction. As a full-service general contractor with a complete range of capabilities, their motto is, we can do it. To learn more about Metcon, go to their website, met-con.com. Go Falcons! Yeah, no question about it. Faribault's going to go to 2-1 on the season. And they'd be the first one to tell you they still haven't figured out this offense yet. Thank heavens J.J. was back this week because he made something out of nothing more than once. So from the 39-yard line, it is first and 10 Faribault, and they're just going to run this clock out, 2.04 to go. Up 20 to 7. Sanchez comes out over the football. He flinched. Sanchez flinched with the ball. That's going to be an illegal procedure. Oh, man. Joey Rusi is one of the guards, six feet, 205 pounds, and he's a senior. He's the left guard. Sanchez comes back out over the football. Wormerskirchen is the tackle on the left side. Handoff goes off to the right. Schultz breaks a tackle. He goes toward the middle of the field, and he'll take it to about the 40-yard line. He wanted to keep the clock churning. And a nice block at the end of that play, too, by Rusi. So they pick up the... Uh, penalty yardage. It'll be second down in about 10. Maybe 9. Clock continues to tick with a minute 32 to go in this game. Schultz, Steinberg, Deshaun Davis in the backfield. Handoff goes to Steinberg or excuse me he takes it all the way down to the 48-yard line, and yes, that was Joey Steinberg. To the 48, a first down for the Faribault Falcons with a minute 14 to go. Like it the first week, it did look like Faribault had a better understanding and a better job running this offense in the second half as they did two weeks ago. If they can just get that to start a game, then we're, we're going somewhere. But they'll be taking on a very good Cass and Manorville team next Saturday night at home. From the 49 of Concordia Academy with 47 seconds to go and counting. Schultz will hand it off to Schultz up the middle. He bounces it and he was a broken tackle away from a possible touchdown. He takes it down to the 41 with 31 seconds to go. Concordia Academy is content to let that clock kick. The Faribault Falcons are going to win this football game 
And they won't mind fighting the Metro trafficker. They won't have a lot to drive home in, I hope. And that'll be take a knee time now. They got the take a knee time formation. As Schroet waiting for the signal from his coach, and they don't even have to take a knee. Game's over. Game's over. 20-7. to Faribault wins. The Falcons are 2-1 and one on the season. And Concordia Academy drops to 1-2 and two on the year. We'll have those final statistics. And we'll also bring you the Malika's Auto Body Crunch Time Players of the Game. I think you could probably take one guess as to who one of them is, right? <laughs> I don't think there's any question. Monica's Auto Body in Faribault is proud to serve the Faribault area. Monica's Auto Body is a full-service auto body repair shop. For over two decades, they've repaired and improved car bodies in the Faribault area. Monica's can handle anything from a simple dent repair to full frame straightening. Monica's certified technician, state-of-the-art equipment, and relentless commitment to serving their customers will get you back on the road safely and efficiently. Free estimates and loaner vehicle, monicasautobody.com. Monica's Auto Body, where experience matters. Federated Mutual Insurance Company is passionate about the care and enrichment of the next generation. At the heart of our charitable focus is youth mentoring and our support of Big Brothers Big Sisters. We are proud of our employees who are currently volunteering to be a big brother, big sister, big couple, or a big family. And yet there are hundreds of children still waiting for a big. Ignite your year. Empower potential today. Consider this your personal invitation to learn more about Big Brothers Big Sisters. Together, we can make a difference. All right. Our final score again is 20 to 7. Verbal Falcons win this one. We're just awaiting our final statistics here and then we'll share them with you Hopefully we'll get them here fairway soon. meat and grocery is a proud sponsor of fairbow falcon football fall is tailgating time are you planning your tailgate party fairway meat and grocery has all your game day party favorites with usda choice steaks fresh produce snacks and meat and cheese trays fairway meets all your game day needs shop online for curbside pickup or grab our weekly ad when you shop the store fairway meat and grocery is open monday through saturday from 7 a.m to 9 p.m for all your grocery needs go falcons Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers. There is nothing on the market like Connecticut water conditioners and no better place to go for them than Garlic's Water Conditioning in Faribault. Connecticut water softeners, filters, and drinking water systems are brilliantly engineered to be the most economical, efficient, and effective at improving the quality of your water, capable of removing just about everything from water that isn't water. Garlic's water conditioning professionals know the water challenges in the area so they can fashion a treatment that works for you. Sign up for a free water analysis at garlicswater.com. Well, here are your final statistics in this one. Again, the final score is 20-7. to seven. Big touchdown there in the fourth quarter. 
Well, Faribault ends up the game with 10 first downs. And get down to those final statistics. 10 first downs for Faribault, 7 for Concordia Academy. Falcons had 181 yards on 42 rushes, 25 yards rushing for the Beacons. Beacons had 84 yards receiving, 43 yards receiving for Faribault. Faribault was 2 of 8 passing, 4 of 11 was Concordia Academy. Faribault had one touchdown and one pick. Faribault had two fumbles, one was lost, two fumbles, both lost for Concordia Academy. Penalties, nine for 52 for Faribault. It says one for zero for Concordia Academy on here. Third down conversions, four of 13 were the Beacons, three of 14 were the Falcons. Fourth down conversions, one for two, Faribault, 0 for 10. 0 for 10 is what it says here. I don't know, I think there's something wrong with that. To be quite honest, time of possession, 27-18 for Faribault, 23-36 for Concordia Academy. J.J. Schroeder had 66 yards rushing on 13 carries, one touchdown. Schultz had 59 yards on 14 carries. Joey Steinberg had a touchdown, ran four times for 22 yards. Jaden Hart, two for 11. Jordan Reavers, one for nine. J.T. Housen, four for seven. Deshaun Davis, two for six. And Isaac Yetzer, two for one. Schroeder was two for eight, passing 43 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Vogelsberg had both catches for 43 yards, and the touchdown was a 19-yarder. Says here, Paul Madden punched a punt, and I did not notice that, for 35 yards. Schroeder had four punts for 39 on an average. I won't go over the kick and punt returns. Leading in tackles for the uh, Faribault Falcons, let's see here. Steinberg had six and a half, four for Lightnum, four for Yetzer, three and a half for Jaden Hart, three for Giovanni uh, Pino. Coivisto had two. Stetzel had five. And he's going to be one of our players of the game, right, Ben Stessel? So Stessel, I wrote down Lightnum and J.J. Schrote. And Steinberg. Steinberg led the team with six and a half tackles, and then, of course, he had the touchdown rushing, the final touchdown of the game. Came in the fourth quarter, a three-yard touchdown run, and the Faribault Falcons win this one by a score of 20. Faribault Foods has been a pillar of the Faribault community since 1895 and the leading manufacturer of high-quality canned foods that are dedicated to providing wholesome and delicious recipe-ready food. Keep your pantry stocked with canned beans and vegetables for easy meals at your fingertips. Use Mrs. Grimes beans in your favorite soups, chilies, or tacos, and butter kernel vegetables as a side dish that your family will love. For more meal inspiration, visit MrsGrimesBeans.com or ButterKernel.com. Well, again, your final score tonight, 20-7. to 7, The Faribault Falcons win over the Concordia Academy Beacons. Next week, they play Saturday night. At least that's what the schedule says that I have here. Saturday night, they host the Cass and Manorville Comets, a 7 o'clock kickoff at Bruce Smith Field. Thanks to all of our super sponsors who make our broadcast possible, including Faribault Foods, Garlic's Water Conditioning, Amesbury Truth, also by Faribault Meat Grocery, uh, Fairway Meat Grocery in Faribault, Federated Mutual Insurance out of Owatonna, also Malika's Auto Body in Faribault, or Malika's Auto Body Faribault players of the game again are J.J. Schroet, 
Cooper Lightnum, Ben Stessel, and Joey Steinberg. They are our players of the contest, our crunch time players of the game, courtesy of Malika's Auto Body. When your vehicle suffers a crunch, we hope it doesn't, but if it does, the place to go is their brand spanking new beautiful shop on the north side of Faribault. It is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. They can now serve people much better, and they've been serving them well many, many years at Malika's Auto Body. Metcon Companies, First United Bank, Tom's Lock and Key, Faribault Transportation, Faribault Air Conditioning, also bringing you our broadcast here today from Concordia Academy in Roseville. With a final score for the final time, Faribault 20, Concordia Academy 7. Tomorrow, we've got Carlton Night Football here on Power 96. A 2 o'clock kickoff will get underway about 1.40 from the University of Minnesota Morris Big Cat Stadium as the Carlton Knights try to go to 2-0 on the season in that non-conference tilt. St. Olaf has the day off tomorrow. They have a bye week tomorrow. And then if I remember right, the two teams play each other at Carlton the same day that Faribault at night plays the Cass and Manorville Comets. I could have that wrong, but I don't think I do. Have a fantastic weekend, everybody. Coming up next, it's Southern Minnesota's best classic rock.